Hello, hello, and welcome to E-M-A-N, Effectively Making a Noise. Today's story is Ruth Marries Boaz of Bethlehem. Ruth Marries Boaz of Bethlehem. And this is coming from Ruth chapter 3, verse 1, through Ruth chapter 4, verse 22. The story of how Ruth, the Rose of Moab, became the wife of Boaz, the wealthy farmer of Bethlehem is one of charming romance, delicate beauty, steadfast loyalty, and unselfish love. Of course, Naomi thought it would be well for all concerned if Ruth could marry her husband's relative. So she planned as wisely as she could to bring this to pass. One day she said to Ruth, My daughter, should I not seek a home for you so that it may be well with you? Then she reminded Ruth that Boaz was her their relative and that it would be well for her to cultivate, which means to try to become friendly, his acquaintance. She suggested that Ruth put on her good clothes and pay a visit to Boaz at the threshing floor where, she where he would be enjoying the harvest feast. She should observe where he slept and should go in and uncover his feet and lie down at his feet and Boaz would tell her what she should do. Ruth said to her mother-in-law, All that you say to me, I will do. So Ruth went down to the threshing floor and did as Naomi had bidden her. When Boaz had finished his eating and drinking that night, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. Then Ruth came softly and uncovered his feet and lay down at his feet. At midnight, Boaz awoke and was startled to find a woman lying at his feet. He exclaimed, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your handmaid. Therefore, spread your skirt over your handmaid. Your handmaid is a woman or a girl servant, for you are a near relative. Boaz, fully realizing the meaning of Ruth's noble gesture, said to her, May the Lord bless you, my daughter. You have shown greater kindness now than at the beginning, in that you have not followed after young men whether poor or rich. Then Boaz assured Ruth that he would do the part of a relative as she desired. But he said there was another man, a nearer relative than Boaz, who must first be consulted. In the morning, as Ruth was about to leave the threshing floor, Boaz gave her a present of six measures of barley to take to Naomi. When she came home, Naomi said to her, How did you get along, my daughter? Then Ruth told Naomi all that Boaz had done for her, and how he had sent the present of barley to her. Then Naomi advised Ruth, saying, Wait, my daughter, until you learn what Boaz intends to do, for the man will not rest until he has settled the matter today. According to his promise, Boaz properly arranged with the other relative to redeem the property of Amalek and at the same time to assume the obligation of becoming the husband of Ruth the Mobitus. Assume the obligation meaning take upon himself the duty. The contract was sealed according to the custom of the time in the presence of the necessary witnesses. Then all the people who confirmed the transaction and the elders said, we are witnesses. May the Lord make Ruth, who is coming into your house, like Rachel and like Leah, who together build up the house of Israel. So Boaz of Bethlehem took Ruth the Moabitess as his wife in marriage. 
In due time, the Lord blessed their happy home with the birth of a son. Then the women of Bethlehem said to Naomi, The happy grandmother, blessed be the Lord, who has not left you today without a kinsman, and may his name be famous in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of your life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and nurtured him. Nurtured meaning cared for. So Naomi was comforted and happy again. The son of Ruth and Boaz was named Obed. Years later, Obed became the father of Jesse. And Jesse became the father of David. And it stays in that lineage. We have some bonus readings today. And this comes from Ruth chapter 3 verses 1 through 6. And it's called, Whatever You Say. Whatever You Say. It says, One theme this week was trusting and obeying God. On Monday, Carissa said that we should live our lives for Him. And Robin Wednesday reminded us that God has a job for each of us. But obeying someone else is hard. The older you get, the more you want to make your own decisions your own friends, and your own plans. Sometimes your parents or step-parents ask you to do things that seem unreasonable, and the hardest thing in the world is to obey them. How frustrating. But look at Ruth. She left home and married into a family in a new land. Her husband died. Then her brother-in-law, the last man in the family, really, really important in those days, kicked the bucket too. Even her sister-in-law ended up leaving. So Ruth was left with Naomi, her mother-in-law. The quality that has made Ruth such a well-known and deep, deeply loved heroine of the Bible was her willingness to listen to and obey Naomi, the person God had given Ruth to be her protector. If Ruth hadn't listened to Naomi, she would never have met Boaz, her future husband, who was a totally cool guy, by the way. Naomi knew what was best for Ruth, and Ruth trusted her enough to obey her. Sometimes the best way to obey God is to obey your parents. Ouch! This right here, it comes from a series of, of uh, readings, but today this is what it says, whatever you say. So when your parents tell you to do something, just do it. You might not like it, you might not understand it, but there's a reason for it. And it says, how hard is it for you to obey your parents or guardians? Are you more concerned with getting your own way than you are about listening to and learning from them? Y'all, kids, if you're listening today, please obey your parents because in the long run, it will pay off. If you don't, it's, you're going to have to suffer the consequences. So I'd rather get the payoff than suffer the consequences. <laughs> All right, and we have another, and it's called the Kinsman Redeemer. The Kinsman Redeemer, and this comes from Ruth chapter 4 verses 9 through 11. And on all these chapters that I give out these scripture verses, read the whole chapter, not just the verses that I, that I state, but go back and read the whole entire chapter and you will understand the story even more, in more depth, when you read the whole entire chapter. So this says, Kinsman is a family member and a redeemer is somebody that buys back or restores something. In Ruth's day, when a man died, a family member had to buy his land and stuff from the guy's mom and also marry the guy's wife 
to keep it in the family. That's why he was called a kinsman redeemer. Boaz was Ruth's kinsman redeemer. Major bonus. They totally loved each other. And these um, are just a little snippets and little tips to uh, see how the, Bi the Bible days back in the Old Testament it worked. If you was married to someone and your husband or your wife died, then you were to marry the sibling of your husband or your wife to keep everything in the family. Today, that would kind of be looked upon as uh, not right. But back in those days, that's what they did to keep everything in the family. And I just want to list a few of the women who changed history. And it says, Moses' mom gives birth to a baby boy. When Pharaoh commands all the Israelite moms to toss their baby boys into the Nile, this great woman obeys the rule with one minor adjustment. She sticks her baby in a basket first. He floats, gets found, gets named, and eventually leads the Israelites to freedom. Another one is Rahab, who is a prostitute in Jericho, a city that's the first stop on the Israelites' journey to conquer the Promised Land. She has the Israelite spies who sneak into the city, lies to the cops about it, and then helps the spies escape. If she had refused to help them, the Israelites waiting for the spies' report might have chickened out and spent another 40 years wandering in the desert. Ruth is a Moabite. When her Jewish husband dies, Ruth leaves her company to live leaves her country to live with her mother-in-law in Israel. She marries again, has a kid named Obed, a grandkid named Jesse, and a great-grandkid named David, who grows up to be a king. By the way, one of her very distant grandkids turns out to be Jesus. Book of Ruth. Hannah wants to have kids, but a pregnancy test keep coming back negative, so she makes a deal with God. Let me have a kid, and I'll give the kid back to you. God keeps his part, Hannah keeps her part, and baby Samuel grows up in the home of Eli the priest. A couple of books in the Old Testament are written about Samuel's life and how he shook Israel back to his spiritual roots. And then Mary, a teenager, a virgin and engaged to a carpenter, along comes an angel telling her she's about to become pregnant with God's son. She doesn't freak out about what her fiancé Joseph will say or what their families would do when they find out she's pregnant. Mary just accepts the job of being Jesus' mom and she becomes the most loved woman the world has ever known. And these are just a few of the women who changed history in the Bible. I thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy this. Share it. Um, have life groups, teenage life groups with it enjoy. Everyone have a blessed day. Peace.